I believe I've talked about this before on here where informational advantage is what creates these hierarchies. Like the reason why someone's up there um, and able to look down and help people is because they had information and obviously, you know, drive, work ethic, perseverance, but they had something that not everyone had. They thought ahead of people, they thought ahead of the curve, and that's kind of who actually pioneers and makes the big money. Yeah. And then they see this as another form of income. I've met a lot of these people, man. When I say this, like, I'm not trying to say that all of them are fakes. All of them, you know, none of them care about what they're selling, but a lot of them don't give a fuck. Yeah. They know they can put bullshit, dated information out in form of a, a form of an ebook, and people will buy it because they they don't they're not even aware. Okay. Yeah, that's all bare minimum. That's all news. That shit won't work. Yeah. That may not work. Yeah, it may work. You may get you know a thousand dollars in sales a month. Yeah, and you think oh I'm popping like yo shit's working out like there's so much going on man. Yeah, you, you have to get it from the primary source. I've personally like I've bought in like uh, expensive courses. <laughs> you know, I, like the most expensive course I guess is like six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollar course. Who was four hundred? Um, some guy called Nick Beardman, something like that. Okay. Oh, uh, he's, I mean, I think he has his own brand now, but he does, yeah. like, drop shipping. And, I mean, he's, I think he's, like, my age. He's one year older. And, like, I'm, I discovered him, like, maybe, like, three years ago on Instagram. And, like, I've always followed him. And, like, he went from, like, you know, we're from, like, where he was, like, 15K followers. And now he has, like, over, like, six or 70,000. But, like, whenever I followed him, he had that many. And, like, you know, I saw him, like... You know, he got like a brand new big house, like a Corvette, and like yeah, and like he, and it's like everything was from online, and he was yeah. making videos about it, and you know he finally sold the course, and like you know he doesn't push that every day. He's always he barely even posts anything, but like that's something that you know that he did, and like and I saw the value in that, you know, because it's like man, like if if I can just kind of like you know maybe figure out you know a couple tricks here and there, like because I mean man, I've seen countless of YouTube videos, man, like hours and hours of like free youtube videos which is like literally like you can do it with free content but like you can but yeah like you have to have to have to thinking at some point as well and i also saw it as investing in myself you know what i mean oh, like sure. like trying to invest in my education and it was just like yeah. it was something i was just like okay this is, i'm taking this serious because this is like what i want to do you know no yeah. i fuck with that 100 percent you know, I respect that, especially being young. Like you're, you're, you're seeking information. That's the best thing you can do. You're not, you know, you're not trying to buy mentorship programs and, and yeah. do all that shit. Like, and I, I've done that. And <laughs> I've done that. I, I've, I've had a guy who, who, who's done like millions in sales online, and yeah. like he's, he's mentored me. And like, we've all done millions, bro. Yeah, <laughs> everyone that has a mentorship program is falling. I mean, even uh, a lot of people think like it's scams it's or whatever, but like. Like I said, I mean, I follow these people and, like, they, like, you can tell them people are bullshitting, you know, like, I guess you may call me naive or whatever, but, I mean, I, could, I feel like I could tell if somebody's scamming or not. No, that's not and plus, I mean, honestly, like, the from the mentorship from that guy, I still use, like, the, the stuff he showed me to generate sales today. So, like, I mean, every all that was kind of worth it to me. You know Absolutely. I mean? And that goes back to, like, everything that you do plays a role. You learn from everything. Experience and work ethic is a lot. And making the decision to actually do something, you know, making the decision to go and do what you want to do instead of what your parents tell you to do. Absolutely. Oh, I'm on that 100,000%, man. Like, I've been living that so hard. Like, I mean, it looks Always do, like, what your heart tells you to do, man. Like, don't know. <laughs> Self-education is best kind of education. But if someone 
who's been somewhat successful can guide you down the path of self-education in a more guided way, you know? The problem with entrepreneurs is that they're, it's like a manual flight. Mm-hmm. You're, you're cruising by yourself, you gotta face all the turbulence. Oh, you yeah, have the yeah. information. If you had the input from someone who's flown that path, yeah. and they tell mm-hmm. you, look, this is where the bump is, mm-hmm. just go over this, or go under this, or do this, do that. It's not a wrong thing to have, and it's not a wrong thing to follow that, because you know some people have pride in saying, well, I did everything by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have people giving me handouts, I didn't have this, I didn't have that. But at the end of the day, man, like no your one chances cares. Of, your, yeah, and your chances yeah. of succeeding when you do that are slim to none. I mean, first of all, no one cares how you get there. No, they only care whether you're there. Or not. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like no, no one fucking. If you look at people's stories, trajectories, people that share their personal lives and their come ups, you can get inspired by. You can get inspired by um, certain people that really you know had a good. Um, Oh, that yeah. really had a compelling Absolutely. story, but if you look at Tiger, you know he got clowned for for his mom driving a Range Rover, like it's like that's his fault. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. like he could have picked a different mom that didn't have that, so he could relate to people. Like, I don't understand that conversation very well. Mm-hmm. If and that and and that conversation comes from within, like humans, because they like they always feel the need to judge others, right? And so mm-hmm. everybody's you know everybody knows their own situation. And as much as we like to think that we know other people, we only know what they tell us. So, I mean, it's just not—it's not fair to to judge people um, based off of what you see, and um, definitely not fair to. I mean, people. I feel like if people would judge regardless. I feel like it's it's like, and it's hard too because you know you grow up in a certain way the way, you know, your parents raise you or, you know, the people you're around and, and, you know, and it just depends how you grow up, you know, a lot of people grow up in a way where, like, their parents always tell them what to do or, you know, they put them down so they grow up a certain way and they don't ever, like, you know, think outside the box, if that makes sense. Like, to me, like, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't, like, I grew up all the way up to age 17 to 18, like, not really knowing what I was going to do with my life, not really. If you don't mind, <laughs> we have to plug in real quick. Okay, right, right. So, so, yeah. So back to the point. Uh, like I was saying, like people grow up, um, they think a certain way, and like, like I said, for example, like me, like I grew up to age seventeen, eighteen, like thinking a certain way. You know, like I knew I wanted something, but like I just didn't know exactly. I knew high school wasn't for me. I was a terrible student in school. Like I, I sucked, <laughs> and, and I think it was only because like I didn't, I didn't find interest in school or like. You know, I, I feel like um, I would get easily distracted with stuff, and I just like. So whenever I turned 18, I pretty much started a business, and that business kind of like changed my life. <laughs> uh, At so 18, I joined the company called uh, Primerica. Okay, you, you've heard of it? I haven't. Sorry. It's like a, it's a company that where where you get recruited. Mm-hmm. And, and you're supposed to make sales. You're supposed to sell life insurance. Okay. And, uh, you know, and it's like you're, you're going to get a license to, to get insurance. And then, like, you're able to recruit people. And you're able to get that license and sell life insurance to people. You close a sale of, like, $100. You know, you get paid $500 like that, $600. Yeah. And, you know, if you get more sales, more sales. I mean, you know, like, it's so a lot of out, money. You were out there hustling. At age 18, you know. And, like, and like whenever I, I, I did that, that's whenever, like, 
okay, that's like I experienced like a lot of stuff whenever I started that company. <laughs> yeah. uh, like you know, like, like my mindset changed a lot. Like you know, and even in that company, they motivate you every day. They they force you to think positive because like honestly, there's there's no way you can be normal and succeed in that business. Like you you really have to like change your mind and not even just that business, but I'm talking about any business if you want to become like a big business. I feel like I feel like you just gotta be like more aware and just like. And that company, like I said, all that like like shaped me into like learning from like you know I didn't know you could be your own boss. I didn't know you could make a lot of money on your own, and you know, and that kind of like and like to me, like I said, I feel like I'm like in my head, I'm everywhere, <laughs> you know. And I feel like I'm a creative guy, and I always have ideas, and I always like think a lot, and and so like it got to the point when that company, I was in that company for like a year and a half. And uh, I learned a lot, but like, it got to the point where I wasn't succeeding. It just wasn't making any sense for me anymore. And like, I ended up quitting on the company, and I ended up getting a job at Zoomies, a clothing store. And and at the point, I was just like, man, I want to start a clothing brand because like, I feel like the clothing brand was number one. I loved the business. That that company taught me to love, love business and just like leadership and entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. And an- another thing, I'm a creative guy. I think like being creative and just putting something like in a business was like clothing brand is like a business if you're good at business then that's awesome like I love business and clothing is like I can be as creative as I want it to be so it was like yeah. it was like two things like together that led you then yeah. to know what you wanted to do so clothing I mean man I, I feel like I can create designs all day if I if I could you know and like and I, it's yeah, just so much stuff that I want to create man see like, it doesn't seem like work no like not, yeah. not at all like it's 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 um you so know, yeah, so I started that, that brand. To after I, that. I started that brand, and it was like that brand. I started it like it's just crazy because like all my greatest ideas come out of spite, and, and it just comes to me like it's like it's like literally I believe in God, you know, and I believe God guides me, and like and like I believe like He tells me to do stuff, you know, and it's like it's like sometimes you know I get that gut feeling and like and like he tells me to, to take action it's, it's really weird you know it's really it's, 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 no, not, it's not weird it's just like it's like man like it's it's, it's like my own thing and, and, and is what I believe in you know yeah, man. and uh, like I said so I was jogging running you know doing exercise and this idea came to me a lot of people didn't like it but I loved it it was like we're, uh, I just thought of a shirt that, said it, that would say we're all upgraded monkeys <laughs> like like just that right there. I don't know why. But like, stage one of that thinking that's being fucking, you know, that's coming out of you now. Yeah, yeah. That's stage one where you come up with some shit that. And I, it, for, for really some connect. reason, for some weird reason, I just thought that was like clever, and I just thought that was so cool, and I just thought like if I put that on a shirt, we're all upgraded monkeys. Like I just thought that would be super cool. That's a cool the message. Fucking matrix. Yeah, and I went through that exact thing, bro. Uh-huh. Like I was like eighteen, nineteen. I was nineteen trying to like design shit again because uh when i was 17 i did i i did uh shorts um where i kind of um i saw that chubbies were kind of a little bit more expensive and i wanted to target high schoolers so long story short i undercut their prices and i created my own brand and um then i kind of gave it up you know and then that urge came back and i started designing and then i came up with like you know writing down rich broke cutting or slashing those two mm-hmm. and just writing human like shit like that yeah, and yeah, just yeah. thinking about like ideas and how to connect with people and what in my case what I realized was that it wasn't you know the thought process was being expressed through clothing but mm-hmm. it was just the mindset that was being developed like that over sort of arching perspective of human life and and the possibilities and how people interact and shit like that you know what I mean like mm-hmm. the expression was coming through clothing 
but that wasn't that wasn't the the, the medium for me personally mm -hmm. that's what I've learned over the over the years yeah. you know as I've started doing other things but it's crazy that you had the same sort of you know realization <laughs> yeah. and you stuck with that one thing and I think what's really cool is that um, we can look back now you know two three four five six years later and see that our first brands really had a lot to do with who we were you know and how we felt and how we felt about life and whether we realized we didn't understand it at the time but that's how we were expressing ourselves and that's why I feel like streetwear clothing and art in general creating is so important because it's a way for everybody to understand your message you know or everybody to relate